Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for the last day of June in 2011, and now the news. June sales in the U.S. market will be announced tomorrow, and almost all the analysts are predicting it'll be a decent month, at least by today's standards. They're forecasting that sales will come in at an annualized rate of 12 million units. That's up from last month's 11.8 million. Ford sticking with its forecast that by the end of the year will end up higher than that, somewhere between 13 and 13.5 million. The forecasters say that Nissan, Chrysler, and General Motors will post very strong increases and in that order. But Bloomberg reports that sales of trucks and SUVs are very soft, while small car sales are strong. No matter what figure it ends up at, the U.S. federal government's upcoming CAFE laws are going to be tough for automakers to meet. Understandably, the regulations have many folks in the business worried. According to the Detroit Free Press, many state governors are concerned as well. Michigan's new Republican leader, Rick Snyder, initiated a letter that was sent to regulators in Washington questioning the proposed 56.2 mile per gallon standard. Altogether, 15 governors signed on and sent the letter to Capitol Hill. It calls for reasonable standards that will not derail the industry's recovery. The gang of governors is also concerned about the job losses these stringent rules could cause, as well as how they could impact the economy. Astronomical cafe numbers like these are going to make new cars even more expensive than they are today. The Center for Automotive Research pegs the additional per vehicle cost of a 62 mile per gallon standard at anywhere from $3,700 to $9,000 a car. Hold on to your wallet, folks. The future is going to be an expensive place. One of the perks for owning a hybrid in California is being taken away. According to the Detroit News, around 85,000 hybrid owners will no longer be able to drive alone in carpool lanes. California introduced the incentive back in 2005 in order to get people to buy hybrids, but officials say they've met their goals and want to make way for electric vehicles. Earlier in the week, we reported that Holden's future is in doubt because the Australian government ended incentives for automakers. But Ward's reports that GM management and Australian government officials met in Washington, D.C. in order to mend fences. Both sides came out of the meeting saying it was beneficial and both were optimistic about GM's future in Australia because it's an important market for GM. But there were no references to Holden's chairman, Mike Devereaux, saying the company may no longer build in the country because of political flip-flopping and not receiving funding. They say that when the check engine light comes on your car, you better get ready to write a check. And according to a company called CarMD, which maintains a diagnostic database of trouble codes and repair costs in the U.S. market, the highest cost states for car repair are in the West, while the lowest tend to be in the Midwest. The most costly states are Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, California, and Nevada. 
it says the lowest cost states are Washington, D.C., which of course is not a state, and also Missouri, Ohio, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. Repairs range from an average of $421 in Arizona to a low of $265 in D.C. CarMD analyzed about 80,000 repairs to come up with these numbers. And coming up next, a quick look at Toyota's brand new Prius V. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. We all know the phrase that bigger is better. Well, Toyota took that conventional wisdom to heart with its Prius Hybrid, as Andrew Justice reports. The new upsized version of the Prius, known as the V, is certainly bigger than the original. And while more space is its biggest feature, it also delivers some unique Prius touches, like the shark fins on the headlights that manage airflow, as well as other options. The Prius V5 is the only Prius V that has an available option. It's the advanced technology package, where you get enhanced JBL audio with a 7-inch screen with in-tune and navigation. You also get a panoramic resin moonroof, dynamic radar cruise control, and safety connect. The Prius V is a whole lot like a regular Prius. It looks like one, it drives like one, except for one big difference. It's a whole lot bigger. It's longer, it's wider, it's taller, and it holds over 50% more cargo room than a regular Prius. It also has more cargo space than a lot of small SUVs, including the Equinox and the Rogue. So uh, we think it's going to have a you know, broad appeal you know, with its, its, uh, its utility, you know, as well as its uh, you know, um, commitment to the environment that we have with this vehicle, low emissions. And uh, we think it's got a lot of potential for uh, you know, crossovers, small SUV buyers. This additional space comes at a price. The Prius V's combined fuel economy is 42 mpg while the standard Prius gets about seven miles per gallon more. The additional weight, combined with a nearly identical driveline from the regular car, also leads to diminished performance from the V, though it is unlikely many Prius shoppers will be disappointed by their inability to do burnouts in the grocery store parking lot. The Prius V is the second in a line of four for the Prius family. That family will next year grow to include a plug-in electric hybrid as well as the Prius C, which of course stands for city and will be a little bit smaller. For AutoLine Daily, I'm Andrew Justice. Thanks for that report, Andrew. Hey, tonight's a very big night on AutoLine After Hours. It's the first automotive fantasy draft where we are picking the top automotive executives for four brand new car companies that we're creating. Me, Peter DeLorenzo, Ed Lapham from Automotive News, and the irrepressible Jim Hall have all created our own car companies, and we're going to choose which automotive executives we would want running our companies. And if you think you can guess who any of us will be choosing, you could win some great prize packages from our friends at Chevrolet and Hyundai. Just go to bit.ly slash autolinecontest, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash autolinecontest, for all the details, but you better get your picks in before we go live at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, or they are not going to count. And then check out the AAH draft at our website, AutolineDetroit.tv. 
And here's a taste of what it's all about. Hey, America, I'm hitting the road for some research. I'm starting in California, stopping in Asia, and wrapping up in Europe before heading back to Detroit for the first ever AutoLine After Hours Fantasy Automotive Draft. For all the details, check our website, AutoLineDetroit.tv, and join us there Thursday, June 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern as we draft our automotive super teams. You can keep a secret, my first round draft choices.